Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 148, and by Jingo, we are creeping up there to 150. I, uh, as I mentioned, I'm your host, Ray, and joining me on this adventure, this episode, is Dave Watkins, a.k.a. Moonmin, a.k.a. um, host and admin for the Moon Knight Corps. Dave, big welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. Yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah. Dave, uh, for those uh, that can see the video, Dave's sporting a very a fully sick Moon Knight shirt. Excellent, Knights of the Moon. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that is that a um is that a uh, what do you call it? It's not a T Public. Is it a red? Um... Uh, I believe it was a gift to me. I believe they got it from Red Bubble. Yeah. Yeah, Redbubble, Red awesome. Yeah, yeah, they they do some some pretty cool stuff. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. I've uh, I've uh, shopped on there before for friends and stuff. They have mm. like really niche things, like mm. anything that you want to look up a custom design or whatever based off whatever intellectual property. They'll probably have it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and I think artists um, supply and and submit their their designs as well. So you can, as Dave says, you can pretty much find anything. Well, most of the things that you're looking for. Um, anyway, a big welcome to Dave's on the show, Moon Men. Uh, we have got a a cracker of an episode for you. I know a lot of you are chomping at the bits for another Brian Michael Bendis issue, and why not? Uh, I think last time, Dave. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> I think last time I got you on, Dave, we we um we reviewed a little bit of a fizzer, a Marvel Comics present. So I've got you on for Bendis now. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this one, I'll have a little bit more to talk about. That other one was just kind of like, eh, good uh, Chuck Dixon story with the guy with the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this one's, uh, this one, like, it, this gives me an opportunity to sort of, like, voice what I feel about uh, the Bendis one overall because they're, they're not all negative thoughts. I sure. No. Oh, that's great. I, I can't wait to, because yeah. it's always, it's such a polarizing uh, series. It's, inter- it's interesting to hear what you'll say. Um, before we get into that, actually, as well, just because um, I want to chat with you, Dave, obviously, during our idle chat about what's been going on with yourself and what you've been reading, mm-hmm. but uh, just a few housekeeping issues here. Uh, as mentioned, it's a Lunapic review, a modern run review, so we're doing Moon Knight, Volume 6, Issue 7 by Brian Michael Bendis. It kind of ties up the first arc, I guess. It ends on an END, but uh, I think it actually still continues. But anyway, it's considered the end of the, the first arc. Um, also wanted to announce the prize winner of last week's uh, little, uh, you know, first prize giveaway. So last week um, I've offered two oversized, um, oversized Moon Knight stickers. One second. Okay, just again for the benefit of the visuals, got got a, a few Ooh. stickers pressed. They're pretty big. Um, I think about yeah. what are they? Four inches in in your uh, imperial system. Um, they look just about. Yeah, they yeah. look like the sort of sticker I'd stick on my door or yeah. whatever, just because. Yeah. So yeah, a good four by four. Uh, two of them gave away uh, to the lucky loony listener who answered the question, and a big congratulations to the power, power of Chad. Chad, Chad, Chad. 
He was the first one in. He's, he's quick <laughs> off the gates, I tell you. Uh, so he went in first. The answer being Alphonse Mucker or Mucha. Um, and the power gave uh, the actual birthplace of Mucha as, as in um, even. I'm, I'm assuming, Chad, that you've researched it. Um, I was only after Belgian, but I'll, I'll take this one because it sounds a lot more um, uh, accurate. So anyway, Chad, congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to send two of Hell this. yeah, Chad. <laughs> send two of the, oh, yeah, you you obviously know Chad. He's a... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's great. He's, he's been with Moon Knight Corps and yeah. uh, some of my other stuff forever, yeah. Yeah, he's a um, very, very, uh, you know, a dedicated Moon Knight fan. So a big, big, uh, big cheers, Chad, there for, for getting in. Well done. Uh, and also just some sponsors, uh, of course, our Petrunis, uh, again, Dustin Wayne, Justin Joey, Jordan, Josh, James, and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for being our co-producers slash executive producers. Um, a, a big, uh, Shout out to our sponsors, Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best. Uh, and we've got a new sponsor here, Dave. I thought I'd just um, yeah, break it now. Very happy. Um, wanting to support more of um, local comic book stores and comic book stores in general. So managed to grab Dreamland Comics. So they're in Illinois. Uh, and uh, hey. very, yeah, very glad to have them. Uh, are, are, you from, are you around there, near there? Not- uh, oh yeah, no, I'm uh, I, I'm uh, native Illinois. Yeah, uh, oh. I haven't heard of these guys. We'll have to check them out. Mm, oh, please do. Uh, well, I tell you right now, Dave. Um, if you use the code Moon, uh, and you'll get twenty percent, twenty percent off any all of your purchases. Uh, and uh, just something about them here: they uh, everything that you see online, they scan every book, so it's not like they give you a generic image of the of the um the thing. Uh, they've got almost a quarter of a million issues available. Accurate grading. Fast, safe shipping, usually on the same day, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed for every back issue. So go check them out, Dreamland. I'm very proud to have them as our sponsor. Nice. So, Dave, um, after I'm sure you're going to visit them and, and collect many a back issue. <laughs> um, yeah, because I've been looking to get back to collecting physically again because I kind of miss it. Like I've been, yeah, I've been reading a lot of digital stuff as of late, but I kind of feel guilty about it. Yeah, I think a lot of comic book readers do that. They, they kind of go go and do the digital maybe for a while or they go to the trades. But, yeah, I'm the same. Like I've actually stopped floppies for a bit, but I'm thinking of returning um, as well. So uh, that's int- speaking of which, what what are you reading like, kind of at the moment? Oh, um, because of everything going on, I decided to keep myself busy with uh, – uh, faster way to just read more comics and not have to pay for as much as like each individual issue so i decided to uh get marvel unlimited because it's been just kind of like going through a bunch of different marvel stuff anyway Mm -hmm. uh and i've read um garthinus's first run of punisher the annihilation era stuff which is like spanning five different events plus nova plus guardians of the galaxy yeah uh Let's see. What's another one I've read? I'm in the, I'm in the process of reading uh, Grant Morrison's uh, All New X Men. Oh, okay. That's blowing my mind right now. Excellent. Uh, well, I'm a huge Morrison guy, so that's great. Uh, I've read um, uh, before that it was Warren Ellis's Doom 2099. Yeah. Someone described that on Amazon as uh, Miracle Man meets Blade Runner, and I think that's very appropriate. Wow. Cool. Yeah, and that's just some of the stuff I've been uh, reading a lot of. So okay, cool. And um, please, again, don't mind me. I'm just I'm typing this in because I'm going to add this to the show notes, Looney. So, uh, so a couple, a few of I'm going to call them by default your recommendations, Dave. I mean, I know that you've been reading them, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would call them so because these yeah. are like all like the different like areas, like yeah, 
it put a pin on like what the section of Marvel should be that like the Garthine is got, is got Punisher, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Abnett and Lanning had Marvel cosmic for a while. And that's probably like the coolest era of Marvel cosmic to date. So nice. Oh, I'm so I'm actually, yeah. I'm doing a reread of, of Garth Ennis's Punisher as well. Uh, I've yeah. got, I don't know if you can say, I've got some of the hardcovers uh, up there. Um, and they're just brilliant, aren't they? Uh, they just, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you read all of it? Like, I, well, uh, all the Marvel Knights issues. They didn't yep. have. They don't have the Max stuff up on there. Oh, okay, um, okay. Oh, of course, because uh, although I have, although I have read uh, a lot of the spinoffs of that, because those are those just work as good standalone stories, like uh, Platoon, yep. uh, Soviet. That was the one that came out recently. That with uh, Jason Burroughs. Um, yep. You know, Small World there because he did Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. That's great, yeah. And Annihilation, I want to, I want to read as well. Oh, um, it's like um, that plus all of its tie-ins because it has a really good tie-in with uh, Ronan, written by Simon Furman, and uh, everything like that. Uh, if you put all those together, it's like one of the coolest Marvel comics, in my opinion. Just, yeah, it's awesome. just really great. I've been, I've been coveting the the co- complete collections of it uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, online, so I'm hoping to yeah. get it at some point. Um, Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I've just. Uh, I've finished up. I'm. I'm uh, getting into the whole epic collections. You know, big bulky mm-hmm. reads. So I've just finished uh, volume one of Captain America. Basically, his very first nice. appearance onwards. Uh, really cool stuff. I uh, just finished the second volume of Daredevil. Um, Mike Murdoch must die. So that's from about issue twenty so to forty one. Um, oh. And- yeah, uh, really, really good. Gene Colan on art, brilliant stuff. Um, did, did you ever read? Uh, I know that Daredevil actually appeared in the very early issues of Lee and Kirby's uh, Fantastic Four, and I think they fought Doctor Doom or something. Oh, um, this actually ties in with it. Yes, I've um, really. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, I, so I think in that epic collection it includes one Fantastic Four issue um, with Daredevil and the Fantastic Four with Doctor Doom. Uh, it's really, yeah. it's really funny. There's one. It, it goes like the story. The gist is uh, Doom swaps bodies with Daredevil. It's really, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's just so silly. Uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the whole kind of era, uh, Silver Age <laughs> era. We're, we're looking at towards the end of the '60s. So, um, right. Yeah, yeah, really cool stuff. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm I'm reading another four now. Just starting to just want to go through my epic collections. Uh, the Cosmic Spidey Adventures. Um, when Spidey gets his yeah. Cosmic Powers. Um, I'm reading a Thor epic, uh, the very first issues of, of West Coast Avengers, um, and I will start the... I've got the volume one of The Incredible Hulk, so his very first uh, appearances, so... Oh, um, yeah, I've been reading those recently as well. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. they have the first six, or I, I think it's only six issues, I'm not sure, but they have uh, six issues of the Lee and Kirby stuff. Oh, um, right. Uh, nice. The, the app, yeah. It's really interesting, and I... Um, they actually, there's some direct stuff that Al Ewing like pulled right out of it to uh, use for Mortal Hulk like immediately. Oh, okay, and, wow. Yeah, it's really neat. Like you, you, like you'll you'll read those and you're like, wow, that's where he got this. Yeah, so. yeah. I remember last time we had you on uh, on the show, you were talking about the Immortal Hulk and how bloody bloody good it is and uh, oh i will gush about that book for like for the entirety of the podcast <laughs> like, <laughs> i think from memory uh, you're telling me about a particular issue i said i hadn't read it yet and i remember reading it i think it was the one where um 
is it Fortean? Um, the 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 guy Fourteen, whatever his name is. Yeah, the the military big baddie. Yeah, yeah. when he kind of uh, becomes the abomination yeah, thing. The abomination. Mm-hmm. That was weird. I've gone. I mean, I haven't been reading it recently, so I, I don't know what the hell's going on um, from there. But uh, it's oh, some man. crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh. For sure, and like it honestly, like throughout its like thirty three issues so far, each issue seems like it like amps things up and takes it in a more creative direction than the last. Like, I have no idea where it's going to go at this point. (laughs) Uh, Like, they have it's definitely just a horror book first and foremost, which makes it like really like it contrasts it from the rest of Marvel immediately because there's like. Like just by its DNA, it's yeah. way more like shocking, I guess. Yeah. Than other, it's shocking in like a good way, not like the oh, the big events happening every five minutes. Yeah, exactly. or well, so get, like yeah, you, you get like really great villains. Like uh, they utilize um, uh, this really old um, Mar- Marvel character called Zemnu, who has been sort of an on and off Hulk villain for a while. But uh, is that the white Ewing, fairy dude? Yeah, yeah, white yeah. furry dude. Uh, yeah. Ewing uses him so effectively. He's probably like one of my favorite villains of like the past decade or whatever. It's cool. it's, it's fantastic. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah, I've got to get back into. It. I see they're releasing the hardcovers. Um, I used to be, I used to collect the floppies, but um, obviously it's just just hard with space and stuff. So I might get the collection mm-hmm. of it when it comes out. Um, and I it must come out in a complete collection. I'm sure. So I've, I've just got to wait for that, and I might just pick it up digitally just to. to follow on with the story but it is it is very good uh just incidentally though dave there's one issue i mean it's probably a while back now i can't remember it was a milestone issue a really thick uh issue um yeah that was it was more cosmic i think it was like when hulk was uh at the end of time mm-hmm. and he's still kind of yes. going and so i found that really a bit i was a little disappointed because it was no joe bennett art um but right yeah um, up, up until the very end of it up but. until the, uh, the end yeah but that was a a, a crazy uh very different from all the other issues preceding it. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, I find like, I was like, uh, that issue was really good for me, but it, I, I kind of found that like, I did I was like waiting for it to like send chills down my spine yes, as same. much as the ending of issue 24, which that had Hulk, uh, it had Bruce Banner at the end of time talking to, uh, I forget how, what he's called. Um, Metatron, but like basically uh-huh. he's like a, the avatar for uh, or like the herald for the one above all, and right. like they and it really turns into a horror book, and it's like one wow. of those. It's like cosmic horror at that point. It's, Far out. It's That's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. I mean, oh, there you go, Loonies. There's testament, testimonial enough there to go check it out if you have an Immortal Hulk. <laughs> I know there's a lot of Loonies um, reading it, uh, but if you're not, uh, do yourself a favor, check it out. Um, all right, Dave. Well, uh, actually, before we get into that, uh, I was going to get into some of the white noise, our news, but uh, I just wanted to give a, a huge shout out to, to, uh, Moon Knight Core. Um, so Dave, <laughs> along with Bushman, uh, aka Bobby Lounders, uh, you guys have, you guys have gone cosmic. You guys have gone past the stratosphere. <laughs> I just every time I see it, it's like I look at the number of shares, and there's like you know bloody five hundred shares. It's like what, <laughs> you know, and and that's a kind of good barometer because not many people share. But if you get five hundred mm-hmm. shares on one of your posts, um, that's got to be a good. Thing. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, how, how, how are you finding it? You must be like constantly pumping info in, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, just viewing all of it is really great just to see how fast something will get. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I just kind of like try to make my content based on what people like and what people yeah. like to see. I don't really, it, 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 if it gets shared, that's great. It's, it's cool. I'm not really, yeah. that's not my aim as much as it is just to like get people to like, oh, well, this is really fun. Let's check out the character or whatever. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I also like making them really stupid sometimes. Like I, <laughs> I did, uh, I did one on uh, like uh, Dr. Doom holding an MF Doom record, Mad Villain. <laughs> and, and like it, basically tell Moon Knight to say the fuck back. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. I want to ask you, though, um, mm-hmm. are we going to talk about the preview pages for Avengers number 33 that came out? We will. That That is one of... Um... Uh, yeah, that is one of the the news articles, news items. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. I mean, we can jump into it now. Um, oh no, it's it's up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Let, let's do it. Um, uh, actually, sorry, just before I just want to give. So, um, oh, we'll get to it. Actually, in the spectacle, we'll get to some some nice plugs for for Moon Knight Core. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard of them already, I don't know. I don't know if you're listening to this. You surely will have heard of Moon Knight Core. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. There are some people though who just think that the the dragon the memes just like still something that didn't come from anywhere around here so yeah <laughs> all right yeah 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 <laughs> um speaking of which as well what are your i just want to ask what are your thoughts of there are then you know you hear these rumors about um moon knight in the tv <laughs> and oh there's rumors that he could be fighting dracula that has got to directly be linked to you guys <laughs> How crazy is oh, that? Man. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine uh, what Bushman feels about it because that, <laughs> that's his, that's his brainchild. Uh, yeah, uh, but it's really crazy. Like just like you know, it, people have said, "Oh, it's culturally changed the character forever." <laughs> I'm just like, shut up! <laughs> no, it did. No, it hasn't. Shut up! <laughs> it is crazy. I just, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just hope that um, like they find a way to integrate it where it's not like. Maybe not so much like ha 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 comedy, more like so just like fit as a dark comedy that complements the character more than anything. Mm, you know, yeah. I like I don't want it to like kind of like make the character all jokey and stuff. Yeah, because, yeah, not for sure. You know, like you know, you not just Deadpool, but like Guardians of the Galaxy treatment. I mean, like they yeah. kind of had some jokes about them to begin with, but you know, like the movies kind of like kind of changed them around a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, and no, I think with Moon Knight and and the the swathe of, of really um, hardened fans for, you know, the likes of the Houston run and stuff. I, I think, I think mm-hmm. we'll, we'll still get a, a kind of serious Moon Knight with that. Yeah, that's true. The, the video that um, Marvel put out yesterday, mm. that I, um, I showed on my thing, they did like, sh- they didn't show the face being cut off, unfortunately, but uh, they did show a little bit of clip that like, oh yeah, Moon Knight likes to beat the fuck out of criminals. <laughs> Hang on, let me, you, you just reminded me, I've got to put that in the, um, I put that in the white noise as well. Yeah, that that who is Moon Knight? That was from the Marvel, actual Marvel dot com. Uh, yeah, they made an actual video about stuff, not just like a really short top five that you know someone just threw together. Uh, and one of the one of our, our loonies and friends of the show, Tommy, the man on the streets, he mentions that they they stuffed up Marlene, and I think I'm going to stuff up her surname here, Alron. Um, uh yeah i think uh yeah i i did see that mentioned like yeah. I, I, it was weird and now uh, there's some like weird um canonical things where they uh, said like oh well um right after moon knight resurrected became moon knight they showed stuff from the bemis run 
of oh. getting revenge on Bushman. I'm like, well, you, know, you could have shown just issue one. That yes. The 1980s run, that, that's still there. That kind of explains all that, but yeah, whatever. Oh, you, you're right. You're right. I did. I did. Um, I didn't listen to it, but I did kind of watch the visuals and they did use a lot of Smallwood and Burroughs' artwork. Uh, and the Bemis mm-hmm. run artwork. So, no, it's still mm-hmm. very interesting as well. So, again, Loonies, I'll put that in the show notes, uh, which leads us to White Noise anyway, the news. I mean, you, you <coughs> mentioned it. Um, so, Dave, what were you, what were you talking about, your, your thoughts about this preview? Uh, just to lay it out for you, I haven't read it. I choose not to read previews. Um, but you can tell me I'll your try, thoughts. I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to keep it spoiler-free then. Okay. Um, because, like, it, it has some really cool stuff in it. Did, nice. did you see any of the visuals of it? Did you, I did. Uh, I saw. Uh, so, so sorry, Loonies, for for those that are unaware, um, and I'll put it again in the show notes. A preview of Moon Knight. Uh, Moon Knight's appearance in Avengers thirty three, which is out on Wednesday, the twenty seventh of May. By the time this podcast comes out, yes. I guess the whole issue would come out. So um, it might be a little bit um, outdated. But anyway, uh, there's a preview, and I saw Iron Fist and Moon Knight. That's that's what I saw in the preview. Um, is that, mm-hmm. is that, is that where it's kind of heading towards some sort of? Yes. Uh, and I think it's gonna, knowing how, um, you know, uh, Jason Aaron's been telling these stories and the Avengers, uh, issues so far, the, the storytelling is going to go all over the place. And, mm-hmm. um, I have some predictions about, you know, Moon Knight's abilities and what they might be. Um, Ooh. Oh, share, please because, share. Yeah. Please, please, please oh, share. Okay. Well, um, I think that um, Moon Knight, it's either going to be Moon Knight or it's going to be like many aspects of country or whatever, but I think he's going to have the ability to be in more more than one place at once. Oh, awesome. Uh, really? Because like, nice. you should, like just from the preview pages I've seen, like um, not just the preview pages, but like from the art, they, the black and white art they laid out like yep. months prior, uh, they showed Moon Knight like, like sitting like cross-legged and Thor showing up. Yep. And they showed... Um, or no, actually, that was with Doctor Strange, and then they showed, uh, then they showed this Iron Fist thing, yes. and they showed him with Thor and uh, yada yada, and like this is all supposed to be from the same issue. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, they're gonna, and they are talking about an army of mummies and everybody, and like you know, all these things showing up everywhere, Wakanda, Asgard, all that. Yeah, uh, I think that he's just gonna have the ability to just be multiple places at once. That's like, awesome. Jason Aaron, Jason Aaron <laughs> might not be bluffing about what he said, like in interviews that he's beefing Moon Knight up to kick the shit out of the Avengers. Way like, I'm, awesome. I'm actually looking forward to that. I, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, you know, you've, you said the um, the key word there, multiples, uh, as well, Dave. If you indulge me for a second, uh, this is the high press of conscious raise you know wet dream basically one of my favorites <laughs> is Multiple Man, um, and I ah, love yeah. yeah I love the aspect of how he. Uh, in the uh, Peter David run, uh, he actually was in multiple places at the same time, and and he kind of accrues knowledge and skills, and then he gets kind of absorbed back and is you know a, a conglomeration of all that. Um, so Moon Knight's doing something similar. If he's doing that, is is pretty awesome indeed. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I can't wait for this as well. Uh, it's been a long time coming. It's about a month late. Uh, all the signs are pointing to a a pretty good. Um, interpretation of moon knight and jason yeah. aaron you've got to you've got to put some trust in the guy he's um he's done so much uh memorable stories of all these other characters like ghost rider mm-hmm. uh, thor doctor strange uh wolverine he's, mm-hmm. he's done it all yeah yeah no and, and with his avengers uh some stories have been better than, better than yeah. others but like he always like 
tries to like put this like really fun sort of yeah. spiel on things like you know we have the two ghost riders racing in hell and a vampire yes. war yada yada uh, yeah. russian avengers uh you know you, uh are you just to see crimson dynamo again yeah no i've, yeah. I've read everything up okay okay there. awesome 32 so i'm kind of filled in what, yes i wanted to be filled in on what the avengers are doing because yep. like there's a few things like, oh, what what the hell's Blade doing on the team? Uh, yeah, oh, why yeah. is why is Iron Man holding a baby? You don't want to hold in front of your Unibeam, Iron Man. You'll oh, hold that's that a- baby out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that that reminds me, thirty two because I picked up thirty two thinking that it might be connected to thirty three. It was a pretty interesting Iron Man centric issue, right? Um, and there were some big hot gypsies thrown in at the end about his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it might have been. It was either thirty-one or thirty-two. Okay. Uh, one of those two, uh, because there's an issue where that happened, and there was another issue where it was like sort of a play and catch up on what all the Avengers villains are. Oh, okay, right. Like, right. It, like one of them actually is Dracula. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, like, he was in the Vampire. Um, yeah, arc. the Vampire War yeah, and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. But look, the thing is, is that like the Jason Aaron might have the potential for yep. like having Moon Knight interact with Dracula yeah. if I, this yeah. like story is like world spanning because yeah. like I, if, I, if it promises to be I don't see any reason why it couldn't happen. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I reckon if they do lock horns, Dracula and Moon Knight, it's gotta be a nod towards you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be like one of the, the most um you know gracious tip of the hats to you, I reckon. If if Jason Aaron does it, or, or if there's any inkling of, of Dracula anywhere near Moon Knight. Um, but yeah, well, you guys actually have appeared in comics. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, pretty, yeah, pretty happy with that. I've got to thank Max, Max Bemis for that. He's, uh, yeah, he was, yeah. He was very, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 managed to have some some good conversations with him, and yeah, he, he was very gracious to do that. So, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, issue thirty three, as I said, Looney's. Uh, as you hear this, uh, for Petrunis, uh, you're listening to this and the issue may not have dropped because the uh, the episode will drop on Wednesday. Uh, for the official drop, which is on Thursday, hopefully you've got your, your copy of Avengers 33. Uh, check it out. Uh, another couple of bits of big news as well. Uh, Dave, I'm not sure if you... Are you an animated guy? Like, Do you watch animated series? Um, I, I do. I mean, if, uh, if, if they're, um, bad, usually I just take the clips and make them into memes, but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so in episode three, apparently of Spider-Man Maximum Venom, uh, we have an appearance of Moon Knight and, uh, apparently Mark Spector has hung up the, the cowl and the cape and Spidey mm-hmm. kind of calls him back into action. Uh, so this is, uh, let me just double check. Um, I believe it's out in June. I want to, I want to kind of host a, a watch party for this, Dave. I think this would be oh, really nice. cool. Um, hopefully yeah. you'll be in on it as well and we can all get <laughs> as many loonies, uh, to, to watch it all at the same time. June 21st. So we still got a while to go. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so this was actually penned by JMD Mateus and I want to call back to our episode a hundred with our interview with, um, JMD Mateus and he did drop that scoop that he's going to write Moon Knight into a Spider-Man show and this is it. We're finally here. So no way they got JM back on that show. Yeah. It's good because it kind of seems like, uh, that show would need someone like, uh, JMD Mateus. Oh, really? Hasn't, has it been doing? Uh, well, the thing is, is that like the, I, I only knew about the first season. <laughs> the first season, yeah. the first season, but like, um, 
it's kind of like in the same vein of Ultimate Spider-Man, where it's yep. like more so kid-centric. Nothing ba- bad about that at all. You know, yep. those are kind of nice to see. But uh, it's so like the animations, uh, you know, kind of like it, it's serviceable, but not really like mm-hmm. uh, stylized. Um, yeah, and it. Writing wise, I heard it wasn't really good, but okay. if they got J.M. DiMatteis yeah. in for this, then something tells me it's gotten significantly better. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully. Um, I mean, he, because he, he's written some of like you know, I, I loved Scarlet Redemption. And yep. That's just the Moon Knight stuff. Uh, yeah. It, um. He he wrote um the yeah. adaptation for Red Sun Superman the TV the um, I, yeah he, he wrote that yeah I, I saw that as well that was that was really good that was good and uh, apparently yeah. I haven't watched it but the Constantine um, movie animated movie apparently he wrote that as well and this, it's getting yeah. rave reviews as well so uh, mm-hmm. and and he's done he's done heaps of TV as well as as he mentioned in the um the interview so uh, in good hands there but yeah episode three June twenty first. Keep an eye out. I'm going to somehow kind of host a watch party and we can all watch it. It'll be great. Um, we should follow Moon Knight's... Uh, I'd be interested to see how, how he is. If, they get, if they're going to get Gideon Emery again to voice Moon Knight. Um, I don't know if you know oh, him. Yeah. Um, he, uh, did he, wait, was he a part of that uh, Avengers Assemble episode? Yes, he was. was. He was. Uh, and, and he was actually one of the Russians in the Netflix Daredevil uh, season one. He was a guy oh. with yeah. He's a guy with a head bashed by Kingpin. Oh no shit! Wow. It's, yeah, it's that's world. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's Gideon Emery. So, uh, yeah, a good voice for Moon Knight. Um, and finally, Loonies, before we uh, wrap up our news segment, again, I've got to ask you, Dave, as well. Are you a, an action figure, toy figure collector, or a statue collector? Oh, oh um, I, I am a. Well, I have the. Legends Moon I sent around here, and I, I moved around some of my uh, my bobbleheads, but they're sitting back there as well. Oh, as in the Funkos? Are they Funkos? Uh, the Funko Pops, yeah. Funko, yeah the yeah. ones I see in the background there, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah um, well, big news here. Uh, apparently, on October 20, not October, August 24th, uh, a new Moon Knight Marvel's Legends figure uh, will be released. It's exclusive. To, it's a Walgreens exclusive. Apparently, the pre-orders have um, uh, have been opened. But what I hear is that within an hour, they've all sold out already. So um, I'm sure that <laughs> yeah, the be... website broke. Yeah, I'm, I, I cool tried pre-ordering it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a cool looking figure. Yeah, I mean, it, it gives is. you the yeah. I mean, it's basically the same one as the. Yeah. Uh, the previous Marvel Legends, in terms of like uh, what parts it comes with, and then probably the mold to a certain extent, but like yep. the costumes updated to a little bit more of a classic design, which yeah uh, has made some people happy. Looks pretty damn good, I must say. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Don't be disheartened, loonies. I'm sure there'll be plenty of ways to still grab hold of it um some of you will know and i'm pointing here the uh there's a walgreens exclusive for that funko pop for the classic moon knight if it's made its way to australia here dave i'm, I'm sure it's um <laughs> i'm sure a walgreens exclusive moon knight uh, marvel legends will be made available for for the fans out there but um at this point in time it's not um not available anymore for pre-order but keep your eyes out we'll keep you uh up to date loonies we'll let you know so you don't miss out Right, Dave. Yes. Having said that, um, unless there are, mm-hmm. is there any bit, any other bits of uh, news that maybe you've come across? No. Uh, to, uh, briefly, to circle back to uh, his upcoming animated appearance in the Spider-Man show, uh, mm-hmm. 
I, well, him being retired uh, is there. That's uh, there's precedent to that, which yeah. uh, is interesting. They might actually take some cues from the Charlie Houston run. I'm wondering. Like, that, yeah, <laughs> obviously not certain <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but they'll obviously keep Midnight pulling his spine out with a pair of pliers. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. they'll keep that one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh God, Jeez. Yeah, I love that the video. I love that the video was like, oh, then he had a sidekick called Midnight. Doesn't mention anything further than that. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. No, that exactly. Um, that is a good pickup as well. That whole retirement thing. Um, when you just mentioned it, of course, it is. Totally referencing uh, that Charlie Houston, where Moon Knight is um, kind of despondent. He's in his mansion, um, crippled, uh, but he doesn't want anything to do with Moon Knight. I think that's the only, I think that's the only run I can think of where he has actually hung up the cape. Um, yeah, um, because most other times in like a dystopian world or whatever, yeah. like she wants to stop being Moon Knight, but like he can't or whatever with the yeah. with the. Universe X or whatever. Oh, was, uh, I haven't haven't read that, but um, I've read Earth X, but I haven't read any of the sequels yet. But I yeah. I hear that Moon Knight's existence is just miserable. In that. Oh, is it? Is that? I, I yeah, because like, I, it, yeah, because like, I uh, the synopsis was explained to me. Basically, like, um, he, he had his crime fighting career, but then he found out much later that um, he's immortal because of the Kanchu statue, but it. The Kanchu statue isn't necessarily Kanchu. It's just like dust that got he inhaled, and Marlene oh. did too. And so, like, they live forever, and Marlene wants to, like, you know, separate, and they divorce and whatever. And, like, Moon Knight is, like, forced to protect the statue for, like, all of eternity. There's, oh. like, a mummy wrapped up and holding machine guns, and he's like, ah, I want to die. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, yeah, it sounds, sounds yeah. pretty cool. Do you know who the writer is and all yeah. that, or...? Oh, um, God, um, Kurt Busiek? No. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, let me see. I, uh, yeah, for it sure. Might be the same guy for all of them, but um, oh, I have the Earth X. For Patronis right, right out here. there with, with Jim video. Jim Kruger, yeah. Oh, brother of Freddy. I believe that's, that's awesome. The, yeah, that's yes. <laughs> that's great. Sorry, I had to dig out my trade. No, no, that's all right. It. That's that's awesome. You know, a bit of um, so Petruni's there. A, li- a little, you can you saw a little bit of Dave's room, <laughs> just yeah. just ever so briefly. Um, yeah, awesome. No, well, um, anyway, how about then, Dave? We go into our our review. Why don't we take a short, quick break? Um, get mm-hmm. our, steal ourselves for what we're going to do as again, loonies. It's it's issue seven of Brian Michael Bendis. I've cracked open my uh, my hardcover here. It's the um, the old hardcover, which is just volume one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to we'll come right back, Dave, and we're going to get into this baby and see. Uh, I'm, I can't wait to see your hear your reviews, um, <laughs> positive and negative. You say so? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, the jury's still out for me. So loonies, hang tight. We'll be right back. Anyone hear us? This is Trey Lawson. And I'm James Hickson. Anyone can hear this broadcast. We need your help. We've been kidnapped and imprisoned in a tomb by this creepy old undertaker named Mr. Gravely. And he's forcing us to review his collection of Marvel horror comics. Stuff like Tomb of Dracula. Werewolf by Night. Man-Thing. Ghost Rider. And so much more. Forcing us to record these reviews as a podcast 
called the Tomb of Ideas. If you can hear this, please contact our families. Call the authorities. Anyone. Tell them we can be found at... Now, now, boys. Let's not give too much away. You can find James and Trey every other Wednesday at the Tomb of Ideas, a Marvel Horror Podcast. A proud member of the Cinepunks Podcast Group. See you there, Tomb Believers. <laughs> Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 148. I am joined by Moon Men, Dave Watkins, um, admin for the Moon Knight Corps. He's returned for his second appearance, and we are doing a Lunapic review. We are doing Brian Michael Bendis' Volume 6, Issue 7 of Moon Knight, um, and this is because of the waxing crescent up in the sky. So, again, the listeners... Uh, each of our shows are determined by the phase of the moon. Our Waxing Crescent deems us a modern run review, so we are continuing our Bendis review. Uh, and so this issue, issue seven, it's available still in, in floppy format if you want to. Um, it's in trade paperback. I think it's long since out of print. Uh, and there are hardcover editions. So um, there are... I found a number of uh, back issue bins that have it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you got, yeah, so you got the yeah. floppies from, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so these hardcover editions, uh, there were two editions released. Uh, I'm reading off the, I think the first edition of hardcovers, which came in two separate volumes. Then there was a later one, which is only like a couple of years ago. It was the, the complete collection of Bendis, um, in one hardcover edition. So, um, any which way, is it on, it's not on Marvel Unlimited. No, there's only, it is. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they have, they have like, uh, they have a lot of stuff, uh, I thought I thought there was only Mark Spector Moon Knight in in Marvel um, Unlimited. I, no, actually, the funny thing is they only have like three issues of Mark Spector Moon oh, Knight. Oh, maybe it's only... Marvel Unlimited. They have like the 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 first Punisher crossover, and that's yeah. it. Okay, uh, but they've got Volume One. They got Mench's run. Um, yeah, they got all. Of oh, jeez. Uh, oh my yeah, gosh, that's I, a massive well, fact. Yeah, Sorry. They, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it, it's great. Yeah, no, I, um, <laughs> okay. I, I, I started using that now for yeah. uh, a lot of my uh, meme making, just because they have uh, everything there. Yeah, screenshot and so. Oh, sorry, loonies. I I made a massive faff. Um, thankfully, you know, we're <laughs> up on it. Uh, I, I previously had said that this isn't available because I don't have Marvel Unlimited, so I'm just assuming all uh, I our last I heard was that Mark Spector Moon Knight was the only one. And there was only like a few issues at best, but um, mm-hmm. okay. Well, it's on Marvel Unlimited, so easy, easy to to um together. Uh, so also published January two thousand twelve. Writer Brian Michael Bendis, penciler and inker Alex Maleev, colorist Matt Hollingsworth, letterer VCs Corey Petit, and editor Tom Bravort. Now, as always, loonies. With our reviews, we will go through a bare bones, which is a synopsis, and then Dave and I will go into various aspects. We're just going to freestyle it. We're going to go, you know, anything from writing to art to themes to characterizations or references. We'll just discuss it, uh, let you know what we think about this issue, and then we'll cap it off with a moon rating. So, um, yeah, so this is going to be good. Dave, I didn't ask you um, before in prep, 
But uh, do you want to read at least half of the the uh, the bare bones? Have you got it available? Oh, um, I have. Yeah, I have the bare bones available. Yeah, I have it uh, pulled up in front okay. of me right here. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to do a uh, <laughs> do you want to do uh, like one paragraph each then? Oh, it, like uh, oh, like oh, the synopsis here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, does that include like just like the basic like summary of the character at the very top of the page as well? Oh, um, oh, sorry. Where are you reading it from? Are you reading it uh, from the prompt sheet? Oh, oh, not from the prompt sheet, my oh. man. Uh, I was looking at the actual issue. Oh my no, bad. no, no! Actually, just uh, yeah, yeah. On the prompt sheet, I got to pull that up. My bad. I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry no, about right. that. Let's see here. Yeah, it's, it's a small okay. one. It's, it's courtesy of Wiki, so I didn't have to write it this time, which is good. Okay. Um, here we go. I got it. Excellent. All right. All right. Um, do you want to do the? I'll do. I'll do the first paragraph. Okay. Cool. All right. Take it away, uh, Dave. So this is issue seven: the bare bones. Bare bones. <laughs> Buck and Mark meet up. Mark tells him that he feels betrayed, but Buck, Buck defends his reasons. He believes that Mark is out of his league and is playing a dangerous game that he is not stable to play. Mark hands over the Ultron head, and much to Buck's dismay, he cannot believe that Captain America allowed him to keep the head. This proves to Buck that trusting Mark is conceivable. With this is all in the air, Mark comes forward with his bipolar disorder, and Buck confesses that he felt bad for calling S.H.I.E.L.D. Mark knows the way on how Buck can make it up to him. At the nightclub, one of the dancers goes to Snapdragon regarding a man in the champagne room looking to sell the Ultron head. She goes to pay this man a visit with a katana drawn, but Buck greets her. He is tired of working for Moon Knight and wants to escape this city. To validate his possession, he gives Snapdragon a piece of the Ultron head tech to her so she can bring it to her boss. 20 million or he will go to Hydra by midnight. To count Nefaria's annoyance, this draws him out of the club. Nefaria gra- grabs Buck by the collar and threatens him, but he sticks to his story. Nefaria asks for the head and Buck provides. Using his power, he shatters the head. Vibranium does not break. From the sky, Moon Knight emerges and strikes down Nefaria. By cracking the head, Nefaria releases a pollen that temporarily renders his powers useless. Moon Knight uses this window to lay a few blows, but the powers eventually re-emerge and Nefaria flies away. Moon Knight has a conversation with Steve, Peter and Logan on how they failed, but from a distance, Maya is recording Mark's body movement as he is clearly talking to someone not seen. So there you go, loonies. That is pretty much the synopsis for this issue. Now, um, just to let you know, uh, there might be a, like a few pauses here and such. Um, so Dave and I, for the, the benefit of the video, we will be sharing the screen. We'll be showing some of the images, some of the pages as we discuss. Um, so for the benefit of the Petruni listeners. So Dave, anyway, overall, before we get into any nitty gritty, um, what did you think of issue seven? Issue seven is one of the stronger issues overall in the narrative of this uh, run. It's, uh, I, it's, I, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's hard to say I have a favorite, but this is up there, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd have to agree with you as well. Uh, and we haven't, we haven't conferred beforehand loonies. Uh, but yeah, I, I 
I really agree because I found it a stronger issue. Uh, I found the balance of um, of dialogue and action a little bit bit better than than say the previous, like five and six. Um, I enjoyed issues oh, one yeah. and two, but I think it really flattens out in the middle. I don't know. Well, maybe that was. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm sure there's there's an artistic quality to um, Mark getting beat up in a nightclub just as Spider Man, but you know, <laughs> maybe that's not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, true, but um, it, it certainly is a stronger one I feel here. Which um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, apart from we'll get into some of the I think the pitfalls for me for this, uh, and maybe you can generally say for Bendis, uh, but other than that, uh, it was it was quite decent. I, I would give it more of a favorable. Um, rating than than the previous issues uh so anyway dave writing how do you, let's talk about bendis the writing here let's talk about bendis. <laughs> bendis are we talking about bendis the writer bendis right yeah. are we talking about the writer bendis? we're talking about bendis uh yeah uh okay so how did you how did you find him was it was it quite serviceable here or let's expand it because you wanted to talk about the there's the series as a whole maybe or maybe we leave that till later let's leave that oh till. um yeah you know my my talking might be a little bit um but there might be some overlapping because yep. a lot of the writing things that go on also tie in with my opinions of his characterization as well yes of course uh, yeah. of moon knight uh, mm-hmm. and just uh when you, you know um when the nightclub lady's talking to Nefaria in the shadows and Nefaria's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that, that dude you beat up in that nightclub a few days ago. Oh, that's Moon Knight. Ah, Moon Knight. Why am I feuding with that guy? I wanted to feud with someone else. Yeah. Um I would have done with Thor or Captain America or whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh this Moon Knight guy, I don't want to feud with him. I'm like, is it Nefaria tell, telling me this, or is it Bendis writing that he doesn't want to do Moon Knight? <laughs> um, That's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, it's like, that's kind of like how he's treated the whole time. And it's it's just, it, it's weird to me, because he, yeah. he's never, and like that little thing right there, like about Nefaria saying, oh, who, who the hell is this Moon Knight guy? Oh, he's nobody. He's mm-hmm. just Moon Knight. You can't deal with what I'm dealing with. It kind of makes me reminisce of like the old days. Like, uh, remember it was like Iron Man issue 160 something from Dennis O'Neill's run mm-hmm. where like Moon Knight shows up in that. And he's like, you know, Stephen Grant seeks out the submarine yes, and, he, right. uh, yep. uh, and he becomes Moon Knight to go investigate how to get Iron Man out of that sticky situation where the submarine's drowning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once he does, uh, after like uh, being up uh, people in bars or whatever, uh, Iron Man gets the situation settled and he's like, oh, Moon Knight, that's a mysterious guy. Probably the most mysterious guy <laughs> I've ever seen, you know, yeah, yeah. He, who, who is this strange uh, crime fighter do-gooder, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's a higher-up, you know, Avengers founding member, mm. um, you know, a bigger name, like, you know, talking about, like, a character maybe other readers haven't heard before and being like, oh, who's this cool Moon Knight guy? I don't know who he is, but he sounds like he's, like, on my level, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of, you know... It seems like a lot more in modern comics. It's like just just for sake of comedy, or maybe some sort of realism factor. 
like a lot of writers like to take a piss out of <laughs> lesser known characters, you know? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you make a, a good point there as well. And, and it is strange because for this whole run, it kind of vacillates between, you know, people not knowing who Moon Knight is, but at the same time, he's in LA. He was a West Coast Avenger as well. He's been, he's not like, it's not like he's a, a night, th- I don't know, I don't know, I'm pulling out just any night thrasher or, or you know, no, yeah. or a, a mosaic, you know, of the, a very recent <laughs> yeah. character. He's been around mm-hmm. for a while. And I understand, actually, um, what you were saying about Count Nefaria, I understand though, like what Bendis is doing by Nefaria going, look, I, I'm, I'm in a different tier than Moon Knight. So wh- why, who is this fella? You know, I deal with Thor and the Hulk and stuff. But yeah, it does get on, it does, I think Bendis really hammers that point a lot. And mm-hmm. it's not like in comics um, you get battles between very disparate, um, you know, level characters at all. You, you know, it's not like it's an unknown thing. So um, yeah. to make this a point, a particular point, of course, realistically, it is a bit... If this guy can fly and has telekinesis or whatever he does, if he has all that and he fights Moon Knight, who he hears is just a street-level guy, of course it sounds a bit weird. But, again, for Moon Knight, yeah. one of the big things, Moon Knight has always tackled big hitters. You know, he's tackled mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. Sun King, Morpheus. He's tackled, you know, huge... Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, <laughs> Kang, he, you, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Kang, yeah. Um, and also, like, uh, to, uh, to add on to your point, you brought up the West Coast Avengers thing. Like, uh, hmm. there's a little jab in, in this comic as well where he's like, Oh, he, he was an Avenger, oh, but the West Coast, you know, the, oh, those guys yeah. were just like fucking B-listers. And like, yeah. well, well, the West Coast Avenger, if you read those issues, they dealt with some high-end stuff. They did. Like, they fought, like, Very good you know, stuff. big hitters, including Doctor Doom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I mean, anyone who, who goes toe-to-toe with Doctor Doom is got to have some sort of respect given towards them. So, yeah. um, it, it, yeah. and like, it's just kind of like a comic book logic, really like where yeah. like, you know, a smaller vigilante guy goes against like a bigger, big, big hitter. Like, you know, you kind of want to see a satisfying conclusion where like, you know, I don't mind, I don't necessarily mind. Like, let's say we take this issue by itself within context. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not that upset that Nefaria thinks that we're next to nobody. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that it doesn't like, have a satisfying conclusion later on in the series. Like, no. like Moon Knight like puts up a fight against Nefaria, and Nefaria kicks his ass until the Avengers show up. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I do like uh, the ending. I do like the ending here, though. The climax here, where that pollen comes out, and uh, yeah, and that was set up with him talking to Buck earlier, and Buck going, mm-hmm. "You want me to do stuff that Nick Fury doesn't, you know, doesn't want us to do, uh, mm-hmm. you know, i.e." create these uh this gas that that he actually employs on nefaria later on which is great to kind of um uh negate or what is it it, it kind of hinders his powers so moon knight can actually just beat up on him um yeah but yeah uh, so let's let's just take it back to um so these first couple of pages um so i did like this interaction with with buck because we hadn't seen buck for a bit 
you know, other than him mm-hmm. in a nightclub. Uh, to me, yeah. I found Buck Lime. He sounds pretty cool. He sounds like a pretty good character, actually. Uh, a nice yeah, foil. Yeah, actually, I, I enjoyed him, yeah. Yeah, because we don't see Frenchie much here. We don't see, you know, the likes of his other supporting cast. So Buck's pretty cool. Again, Ben is introducing his own characters, but he's a decent character. Um, and yeah. so there's a nice interchange here, and I, I like the interchange between him and Mark. Um, again, it's all centred around because you're crazy. Um, I, I'm, I kind of take that with a grain of salt about this being the pinch point for Buck. I mean, as Marx is later on, look, they're all crazy. They're all running around in costumes, right? It's, uh, it's, ben, it's Bendis trying to um, bring superheroes into the real world, but you know, he, he kind of have the cake and eat it, you know what I mean, as well. Um, you, you can't. You've got, to, you've got to have one kind of really or the other, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um and I just like I, I I guess I enjoyed the character like just how the characters interacted and stuff and how they eventually agreed and came with a, up with a plan and stuff. But the interaction yep. itself is kind of weird. Like yep. when uh, like Marx makes a point like, oh, um, every superhero is crazy in some way. We're all crazy, yep. but we're the exact kind of crazy the world needs. Right oh yeah, now. that's the a bit that was kind. Yeah, that was and terrible. Then, no, no. There, there's then there's there's two different panels, silent panels, no dialogue. Buck goes like this. Yep. yep. He's like, uh. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. He's like, oh yeah. I'm sorry, man. I didn't want to do that. My bad. Yeah. And then he smiles. There's the other panel. Like, yeah. you mean after that, he's he's pondering like yeah, he's that. Just smile, he's just pondering, and he just smiles, and he's like, yeah. wow, he makes such a good point. Wow, he really <laughs> yeah. dazzled me. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things, I'm, I'm going to bounce a little bit of artwork here. And, of course, Malieve's art is great. I, I re- I'm, you know, I do love, I do like it. It is good. I, I do prefer the, the Daredevil run of his. Um, but this yeah. is still very good in its own right. Um, one of the mm-hmm. pinch points or quibbles, again, I guess I have with, with Bendis' storytelling is that you, you do get a lot of this. And I'm, I'm showing this on the video, everyone. Um, we get a visual medium, comic books. But we're kind yes. of given a lot of this these headshots, you know? And then later yeah. on, we're given this headshot with Snapdragon. Almost two pages again of just, like, slightly different just expressions. Headshots. Yeah. It's like it doesn't really um, give the full potential of the medium that you're in, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Not to say that everything should be action and stuff, but Bendis um, relies so heavily on dialogue that you don't mm-hmm. really need much visual. And, and I think that really detracts from... If he had a lesser artist, a lesser artist than Malieve, then this would really struggle, you know? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Like, Malieve, like, at least, like, makes it, like, a decent point of saying, oh, I can have, like, a bunch of different similar-looking headshots and yeah. have them all look, like, accurate and on point, and that's impressive of him. But, like, I can definitely tell it's Bendis, like, scripting these headshots and these expressions, too, because, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll like, the very... Just that that's that little thing alone, like the the two pages that I'm seeing you. Yeah. Like I can condense you can condense that easily to two or three panels. Absolutely. Like all of that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um so I mean and, this... and, and like maybe one headshot, maybe a, like a establishing shot of that area. Yeah. Like, you know, show what other people are doing. Maybe show Moon Knight watching her as she's talking about Exactly. I don't or know. if they're talking about Moon Knight in his like stint as the Avengers, you know, maybe show. Like you know, you can you can actually make it interesting. Like rather than just like having a, a same the same panel the same kind of horizontal panel 
of Snapdragon just talking. Um, it just makes it very uninteresting, and it really does actually. It it puts pressure on the writer because you have to be kept. Your interest has to be kept with the writing because you're not getting much visually. Um, so, yeah. uh, and uh, if I'm just going ahead, so there are a lot of encounters. There are a lot of um, just really one-on-one talks. Again, there's here mm-hmm. um, Count Nefaria with Buck. Um, they're having a good talk. This is a little different. At least you get something a little different here. Um, yeah, see, like, this comic isn't so bad with uh, the formula you're talking about, where it's just people standing around and talking, and mm. that's most of the comic. That uh, comes much, much later with uh, Bendis and the Leaves event Leviathan. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's a whole different thing. But this right here, um, I will say, like, I just, like, when Moon Knight actually shows up, I do love how Maliv draws Moon Knight. I'll he does a really just good... Just put that, yeah. There you go. There's a, there's a nice establishing shot there. Actually, very good. I want to point it out as well. Uh, the introduction of Moon Knight smashing into Nefaria. Um, Maliv plays with the panel itself, and you can actually see mm-hmm. uh, the cape actually forming the border of uh, the mm-hmm. lower right-hand corner of the panel, which I think is really cool. Oh, I am so a fan of, like, yeah. uh, improportional capes, like, where, where the cape <laughs> always changes length. Yeah, Like, yeah. Uh, Tim Sale would do that for Batman, like, all the time, and it was mm. awesome. Spawn, you know, a living yeah, cape Spawn, as well. Yeah. Really cool. Um, yeah, but no, uh, that is Doug good. Manchin's, yeah. Yeah. Um, but having, I mean, moving on from the dialogue, the I found the action... Uh, to be okay, although it's very quick, actually. Having said that, there's like one, two, it's like three pages, and then Nefaria yeah, is off. And something I've noticed, uh, well, yeah, it's really quick, and I, something I've noticed with Maliv uh, and how he draws the action is that, like, the, the punches and all the, the hits and everything, they, it always kind of seem like they're just like, you know, like a like a forearm bump or whatever. Ah, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, doesn't like seem a, to be yeah. No weight behind it. Doesn't look like the hits. The yeah. hits don't really like. I, I kind of see what he's going for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, he's got Moon Knight as a, a rather. Um, I take it almost like a Daredevil kind of build, you know. And, uh-huh. and again, if we had to be really you know pedantic about it, like Moon Knight is a, is a, like a heavyweight boxer. He's pretty. He's over. I think he's two hundred and thirty pounds uh, apparently yeah. from the Marvel Handbook. Uh, over six foot, so he's pretty pretty solid, um, but he's he's rather portrayed he's rather lithe, I think, similar to to Daredevil, um, but that's not you know that's by the by. I mean that's that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you think of this ruse? Like, so part of the plot here, Dave, was the actual. Um, so Buck and Moon Knight have an interchange, uh, uh, you know, exchange. Uh, Buck's kind of sold Moon Knight out to the Avengers. Moon Knight wasn't happy, but Moon Knight goes, okay, well, can you do it again? And the idea is actually mm-hmm. to draw Nefaria out. Um, I found this a little. I found this quite interesting. A good, a good kind of yeah. ruse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and it gave Moon Knight a "ha, um, you know, I'm going to kick your ass" type moment, which uh, there those come few and far between in uh, this series. So, yeah, it's interesting that you say that he gets his ass kicked in the next kind of um, series because it was really good. It was really gratifying to see him here, and I do love the um, over here this panel. You get the sense of leave shows that the pollen kind of coming out of that Ultron head going into Nefaria, mm-hmm. so you know that he's kind of affected by it, some sort of inhibitor, um, and off they go. Uh, yeah, so I mean, again, with typical Bendis, there's 
And this is the end, really, because it says at the end, there's not really much here rather than a big exchange, but Nefaria, as you say, he leaves um, before anything yep. can kind of happen. Uh, and then Moon Knight gets berated again by his identities. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I'd actually, um, I'd like to talk about them yeah. a little bit. <laughs> sure. Um, so the basic idea of Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Captain America being in Moon Knight's head and, and like being the like the voices that he hears for a while that idea is actually brilliant i love Mm -hmm. that concept Uh and like him sort of like him sort of making his own makeshift weapons that's not a bad idea either like maybe like that like the voices persuade him or whatever um but it's just the way that they're portrayed it's like i would expect moon knight to actually argue with the voices and like say ah fuck you i'm done Mm. (laughs) yeah yes but like He's really just like, just kind of like listens to them and just kind of yeah. just like lets Wolverine, like fake Wolverine, just kind of like, ah, I'm gonna push you around, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, how I would do it, I kind of like, I kind of want to see them come back in the future, except yeah. Moon Knight's just like done. He's like, <laughs> you guys can go to hell. <laughs> I'm doing my own thing. Um, but so, you know, so, I love that. But do you reckon then, so is this. Because I get confused sometimes because this this doesn't as you as you say it it does kind of irk me a little with how he interacts with these other identities of Wolverine. Is this Moon Knight? Is this the Moon Knight identity or is this the Mark identity? Because Mark seems to be slightly vulnerable at this stage, but he's actually a separate identity to the actual Moon Knight identity, which is a lot more. The Moon Knight identity is a lot more kind of um, confident, self-assured and stuff. Um, so there's a little bit of a... I, I, hmm. I don't think Bendis like, betrayed it. I, I think he thought that um, Mark Spector and Moon Knight are the same identity yeah. or whatever yeah. in this. Uh, oh, he certainly made a lot of changes. I mean, that's... Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, I don't necessarily mind changes for the character. And like, nah. like I said, I like the idea yep. of him temporarily having all these voices in his head of like superheroes and stuff. Yeah. And that's, that's cool and neat. Uh, it's just, it, it, it seemed like he, he didn't really do it for the benefit of the character. He did it because he didn't really understand a lot of the other things that made the character tick. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, you know, um, he could have had one of his old villains show up. That mm-hmm. would have been pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there aren't that many references to... Like, Bendis doesn't really reference... Like, he's gotten rid of Frenchie, he's gotten rid of uh, Ricky and Ray and Jenna, and, you know, uh, Marlene doesn't, is not even here as well. So he's actually gotten yeah, rid she of... Appears, she appears in, like, an hallucination. Oh, like, she does, you know. okay. But he's yeah. really gotten rid of a lot of the supporting cast, and he's filled it in with Buck Lime, with Cap, Spidey, Wolverine, Echo, his mm-hmm. own creation. So he's really surrounded Moon Knight with his own stuff. And, and, and like you like you, I don't mind these changes. I Again, I say again and again, I love how every volume of Moon Knight brings something different to the table. But some of it sticks a lot longer than others, right? And and yeah. um, apart from, I think it's the, I think it's the Brian Wood... Greg Smallwood um, run right after Ellis, where yeah. they do allude to the Wolverine, Cap, and Spidey. You don't really see those identities ever again. You, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like the Ellis stuff only brought it up to just like wreck the Ellis. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Ellis is great because he actually 
he's i think he was so attuned and and so um reverential to to the the canon that he he did reference a lot of stuff you know he referenced mm-hmm. peter alron who was the um the brother of marlene you know he does all yeah. these things um so um, yeah, robert markham yes you know. yeah exactly uh so yeah there's no surprises that ellis did there but um yeah, uh, it, it's funny that, like, it, although there's a lot of different things brought to the table for Moon Knight, it's, what I find, the ones that stick uh, obviously have the staying power, and um, a lot of the Bendis' one is, seems to be a self-contained kind of uh, world for Moon Knight. Yes. Yeah, yeah and, and, like, again, there's it, it, it a self-contained thing, it's on the West Coast, it's a different yeah. uh, thing for Moon Knight. It's, it's cool and sneak to see him over on that side of so, uh uh, you know, the, that side of the coast it allowed uh, Abnett and Lanning to use him for Heroes for Hire that way for an issue, which yeah. is cool. Uh, it, it's like, uh, but it, this, the Moon Knight's whole story and arc isn't in service to Moon Knight, it's in the service to an Ultron tie in. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically, and, isn't it? Yeah, and, and yeah, because he's fight, he's not fighting like a new villain or whatever, mm. he's fighting uh, Count Nefaria, yep. who's it's funny how he's calling Moon Knight a nobody, but whatever. Oh, no, <laughs> Nefaria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, um, I like a lot of the ideas. Like, Bendis seems like a really cool idea guy. He came up with a lot of new things like Miles Morales, the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, perfect some, stuff. Some other uh, cool ideas. He's the one that brought back the question in DC Comics right now. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, just like his writing, it's just like so uh, not really for me. Yeah, I mean, I always go back to the Daredevil run of his, and and I've got like the two omnibuses of his run with Alex Maleev. It's just, um, I can't wait to reread it again. It it's really brilliant stuff. I think it really he does really work with some of the characters really well. Uh, Spider Man, of course, um, he seems to have an affinity with not only Miles Morales but. I think he writes a really good Spidey as well. I mean, I think I mentioned before yeah. I read Spider Men, which was the first interaction between Peter Parker and Miles Morales, and that was just mm-hmm. so fun. And and um, Bendis, it wasn't all it, it wasn't all talking heads. You know, there was a lot of action. That he he actually mm-hmm. he, he seems to be unfettered by that sort of stuff. But with Moon, yeah. maybe he just doesn't know what to do. Um, I don't know. I, I will agree. Like um, I read uh, quite a lot of his ultimate. Spider-Man, the uh, mm. very uh, first st- a few issues and everything like that with uh, Mark Bagley. Um, that stuff is really great because it's definitely more than just talking heads. There's still a lot of dialogue and word bubbles, but it, it's, it, it seems it seems like it, it, it's much more stylized and it's, much, it's, it's a lot better. Than, yeah. Than I would say that. Like, it seems like he, Bendis put uh, Moon, uh, Spider-Man in Moon Knight because he knew how to write Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, and he put Captain America and Wolverine because look, hey, they are you know the big names, <laughs> big names. Yeah, those those guys are easy to write. I've read a lot of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so references. Uh, I'm just jumping. So you mentioned yeah, there was a um, tangential reference with Warren Ellis there with uh, Spider Man, Captain America, and and uh, Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I was going to. I I missed it. Um, because Nefaria always talks about how he's fought Thor, so I wanted to have a little look as to, okay, what was their big encounter? Um, maybe, yeah. maybe I can. I don't know. Maybe I can do that now. I don't know. Or maybe I'll. Uh, um, 
Maybe I'll find that. Let me just quickly. Sorry, Looney's here. I'm just typing in. It's all. Here, here, yeah, here's sorry. an interesting question in the meantime. Yep. Um, yeah, let's say you have to do a story where Moon Knight takes on a big baddie, like, like, like let's say, Avengers level, like they want to do here. Let's say you want to pick someone cooler than Count Nefaria <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I would go with... Huh. You you want to? I would like go with, with an Avengers tier villain, super powered, everything, all that, except when he says, "Oh, I'm kind of pissed off. I'm dealing with just Moon Knight." I'm more inclined to believe it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. so you're talking about someone really big and a big name. Um, yeah, you know Thanos. Like, <laughs> oh, well, Thanos, would be, Thanos would be hilarious. Uh, I, I'm more, I mean, more like uh, God. Um, Someone who you'd see show up in like Earth's Mightiest Heroes or something like uh, uh, like an, a, a nihilist or the Griffin, <laughs> the, oh, <laughs> the, Griffin the, le- the leader. Oh, uh, the leader would be cool. Yeah, but, that'd but, be a cool one. Yeah, um, actually, I like the leader because he's he's very underrated. I reckon. Yeah, Crimson Dynamo. That would be oh, an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. like uh, but Moon Knight. Uh, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Dracula, you know, I'm just putting it out. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be actually, like, yeah, Dracula, at least, like, I know that vampire, I know who he is. He's, <laughs> yeah. not, some, he's not some nerd with a monocle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Navarro yeah. is pretty bad, actually. Um, actually, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing Moon Knight against Batroc, the, the Leaper. Oh, that'd be fun. I think you yeah, get some really cool fight scenes there. I would, I would love it if, like, they just had, like, a really great fight, but then, like, they end up teaming up because the track is, like, <laughs> yeah. a, lot more, like a lot more wholesome in the comics than yeah, his, like, yeah. kind of brief, like, MCU appearance or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I only I mentioned that because I, I read a lot of um, of his appearance in the early Captain America, and he's, uh, he's quite formidable. But he actually, you're right, he does, mm-hmm. um, they do team up briefly uh, because yeah. they have to. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, look, I didn't, I didn't find this, uh, this Thor thing. Not that I, I, I um, searched that hard, but Looney's, if you, if you know, <laughs> Count Nefaria, Look, he's not really. I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite villains. He's, he's kind of uninteresting to me. Um, oh, Graviton, get Moon Knight and Graviton together. Ooh, Graviton. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's good. Um, but yeah, so any, apparently he's refer- he's he's fought Thor. Uh, I'm sure there's a seminal issue for that as well. Characterizations, um, uh, Dave, you said it overlapped a little um, with your with your whole thing about Bendis. Um, you were mentioning, I guess, I guess that was more the Cap, the Spidey, the Wolvie. Is that the yes? Uh, but yeah. uh, to speak more to Moon Knight's character himself, yeah. Um, in this particular issue, it was pretty all right. Like I didn't find anything super offensive or whatever with it. Like it, it's fine. But when I think about the larger uh, series, it's like the, I'm, I felt compelled to compare it to the Kick-Ass movie or whatever. Oh, <laughs> where where yeah. it's just this dude who's idolizing other heroes getting beaten up over and over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and there's not much else like to, to him. They don't really, like, they, they go yeah. into his mental uh, issues a bit, uh, but they're diff- they're portrayed differently than they were in previous comics so yeah. that's not really uh eh, you know it, it is different because um look just on that point it, it, 
Moon Knight's never been an easy beat, right? There's only a couple of episodes mm-hmm. ago that um, I reviewed with Austin uh, from Trash Talk Comics, uh, the Vengeance of the Moon Knight, the two-parter, Killed and Not Dead, with Deadpool. Yes. And yes. it just shows, uh, Greg Horowitz just shows how awesome Moon Knight can be. You know, he took, mm-hmm. he beats De- Deadpool, basically. Um, yes. and, and he, I love that moment. I think one of the loonies wrote in saying, there's a moment where Moon Knight gets that kind of epiphany. Oh, you mean he can't be killed? Okay. So the kick mm-hmm. gloves are off. I can just do whatever mm-hmm. I want. And he, ki- and he slaughters Deadpool. Um, yes. And, uh, you, so you get all the, and you get obviously the Warren Ellis, Mr. Knight, issue five. He goes up that tenement. Oh, yeah. Brilliant stuff. So he's not a mm-hmm. pushover at all. So it, it is very mm-hmm. different, and it is very different to see him, you know, portrayed like As a that. total he, pushover. Yeah. As someone mm-hmm. who's struggling, because he's not. He, he's, he's got mm-hmm. the, whether or not he does it, he has a power of conchu. Um, so this is what makes this Avengers 33 all the more interesting now. This guy is amped up now that to the gills. <laughs> uh, there's no yes. messing about with it. Oh, yes. Uh, that's that's going to be so amazing. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing. Uh, we get, we get, because like it, it, just from some of the dialogue I've seen in the preview pages, Jason Aaron yep. has been chomping at the bit to write Moon Knight for quite a while, and he actually awesome. references some things about Moon Knight just in that little dialogue awesome. between him and Iron Fist. Oh, so yeah, okay. Wow. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I um, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm abstaining from reading that. Uh, I'll, I'll read it very soon, soon enough, but I, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, me neither, man. It, it's, yeah. Th- this is, th- th- since April, I've been looking forward to yeah. this. I mean, the art, the art looks awesome. Javier Garon uh, as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brilliant, brilliant. So, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, can't wait to. Well, uh, before we wrap up on this as well, any other point? I just wanted to point out Echo as well, because I actually do like Echo. Um, mm-hmm. And there's this little thing at the end of the issue where apparently I didn't pick it up except for the synopsis that we read out, because I, I could not pick up from the expressions. Apparently, she's a little disturbed by the fact that Moon Knight is talking to himself. Um, a little weird because she knows that he. A little weird for me because. From what I've seen, it's established that she knows he's crazy. So I don't know why she's mm-hmm. surprised at this. Um, yes. Um, and also, and also, so just a little thing. Um, I, I, we're talking about continuity and stuff. I would love to see Echo again. We, we've never seen her again with Moon Knight. I would love to see her interact with Moon Knight more. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, and uh, I'll, I, I do like how the videotape uh, that is referenced in. Uh, in Ellis's run at the very beginning where like, oh, you know, is like it? at the very end of this, at the end of this, I think this is the moment at the end of this issue shows her videotaping, uh, yes. moon Knight, um, you know, talking to all these guys. And at the very beginning of Ellis's run, they have, uh, between Joy Mercado and the blogger lady, they're talking about, Oh yeah. Well, there's oh. footage of moon Knight talking to captain America, Wolverine and Spider-Man, except they're not there. Ah, oh, right. Wow. Nice, nice one. Yeah. And, you know, it, I, I like it being used that way because that's like just character building, like, oh, this guy's nuts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which Bendis has really laid on thick here. I mean, that, that was like, mm-hmm. I think it was one of the most, the strongest threads here um, yeah. for Bendis, yeah. uh, apart from Moon yeah, not being yeah. a loser. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but Ellis, like, he utilized the whole craziness bit in that run to like to, to impact the effectiveness of his character in his own run where yeah. like someone says you're crazy he's like i know yeah i've been yeah. told yeah uh, and i 
and I, I'm just gonna turn into this is gonna turn into me loving Ellis for. <laughs> oh, look, yeah. Well, he's 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 good. I mean, like, yeah, it, it's hard not to. Um, all right. Well, unless there's anything else, Dave, we can wrap this up with a a moon mm-hmm. rating. Um, you're free to choose the vanilla rating or Connoisseur's rating system out of ten. How many? Um, yes. I'll, I'll put it to you first. Out of ten, what what would you give Brian Michael, Brian Michael Bendis's Volume Six, Issue Seven, the wrap up to the first arc of First Story? I will go with uh, the kind of rating, and I'll <laughs> go with seven. Oh, a solid, solid round boy! Round boy! Solid round boy! Uh, just this issue by itself, as um, you know, is good pacing. I mean, like a lot, like you mentioned, a lot of dialogue, headshots, you know, it's kind of slow there. And, you know, that, that part's part of it slow, but yeah. decent end fight. It gives Moon Knight, like, a good, like, victory, which, <laughs> which is something. Yeah, true, true. Um, no, fair enough. Uh, that's good. I'm just typing in here, so I've got that for the records, for the annals. Dave, 7 out of 10, mm-hmm. a solid round boy. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a 6 out of 10. I'm going to get a, a getting small moon again, from the mm-hmm. Connoisseur rating system, or for the traditionalist, the Waning Gibbous, a Waning Gibbous. Um, I did enjoy it, so it, it is up there with a six. Uh, but I don't know, there just seemed to be something missing. I mean, there was enough dialogue in it. There seemed to be mm-hmm. a little bit of action. I don't know, but there's something I can't place. I don't feel yeah. fulfilled with it, and especially if it says end at the end. it's like, I don't feel that that's the end, mm-hmm. like, you know? No, um, yeah, no, it's that. Yeah, so there's just something a bit weird. Um, I didn't get to see Nefaria's, uh, like, I didn't get to see his awesome power. I mean, he's kept on talking about how great he is. I didn't get to see much of that. I loved the bit with Moon Knight and the pollen and, and the the chemical gas. That was good. I liked the interactions with Buck Lime. Um, I didn't enjoy the talk with Snapdragon, just looking at her face on the phone to Nefaria. Mm-hmm. That was just a bit yes. boring. Um, uh, can I change my rating to a six? <laughs> Okay, it's fair enough. Let's go. Let's go for six then. Uh, it makes me yeah. making the averages a lot easier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I don't want to. I don't want to dissuade you at all, as well, Dave. As well, I mean, because it is a, <laughs> it is an enjoyable book as well. More enjoyable yeah. than some of the issues, but it's. But you, you also you raise some good points, as well as uh, mostly remind me that I was also kind of like criticizing this issue most of the you know discussion. <laughs> and I want to give a review, a final rating that indicates that a little bit more. So, uh, fair enough. Um, yeah. But you did, I think you, one of the good points that you did raise, and one is it's quite contentious with a lot of loonies, is the fact of these identities. Like you're saying that um, it is quite refreshing to have them. I kind of go back and forth, and, and sometimes I actually do find it quite refreshing that um, Moon, mm-hmm. like there's Wolverine, Spidey, and Captain America. Maybe because I'm, I'm glad that they aren't used later on again. Um, so it's just <laughs> fun. It's like a novelty, th- a novel thing that he's done. Yeah. It's, um, it's a, it's a, if it was handled by someone who remembered that Moon Knight has balls, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would thoroughly enjoy it as opposed to, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, there you go, Looney's uh, easy one to average out. That's six out of ten. Um, that's a getting small moon or a waning gibbous um, for you traditionalists or purists out there. So go check it out. I'd, I'd suggest to. I mean, I would recommend you reread the Bendis run anyway. I know if you hate it, if you don't like it compared to the others, it's still worth reading. Um, 
just mm-hmm. again to bring it back to perspective, you know. You might like yes. it again, you might turn around. Because like, when I reread it, I didn't hate it as much as when I first read it. So that's going to yeah. say something. Um, yeah. Um, perspectives change. Anyway. Um, uh, uh, and plus, Alex Maleev's art. Yes. Watch, watch, look at Alex Maleev's art. Good. Yeah. And the, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Hollingsworth as well. The colors, actually, we forgot to mention. Oh, um, yeah. It really oh, yeah. does well. Um, the, the, the aura around Cat Nefaria, that kind of energy that it crackles around him. Um, and and yeah. Moon Knight having like this beautiful, like whitish silver about yes. his costume. Is yeah. Fantastic. Really good. Really good. So um, check it out, Loonies, if you haven't already. All right, well, going on to our, um, I'm going to change it, not Mooney Whiffs, is, let's call it the Night Lions. <laughs> Night Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, got some feedback, not of this issue in particular. Generally, the feedback will be like a bit of a lag, so it's from the week before, um, because I keep on forgetting to, to put up the discussion thread. <laughs> That's why. Uh... Um, but anyway, um, I just want to, from Instagram, uh, a new listener, uh, I want to shout out William Malakuski. And he just dropped in something. Great show. He's way back at episode 70 and he's catching up. So I can't believe it. Thank you so much, William, for, for joining and for listening. I can't believe you're going through the whole back catalog. Um, hope you're enjoying it. Uh, I think I responded to him. Um, I hope you enjoy episode 100. That was uh, one of my favorites to do. Um, so that's a while yet. But I hope you're listening and, uh, yeah, in, keep on enjoying it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the last two to you, Dave, because, um, one of your compatriots has, uh, if you, if you got it there, has left in some feedback. Um, but I will, while you pull that up, I'm going to go on, yes. um, the Facebook group. Uh, a big shout out to Gabby and Gra- Gabby from the Philippines. She says, of this is all on our last episode based on stained glass scarlet, um, issue 14 of the Mensch run. And so Gabby says, Stained Glass Scarlet is my favorite Moon Knight villain. Her relationship with Moon Knight is so damn interesting, and my personal goal is to own a copy of this issue and the other one with a sick red and stained glass-esque color scheme. Bring, Please bring her back, Marvel. Absolutely, Gabby, as well. Oh, she's one of my favorites as well. She's tantalizingly ambiguous. I would say. Um, so uh, I love her relationship with Moon Knight. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another one here from James Young, a Petruni. Thank you, James. And James says, what a beautiful issue, issue 14. Bill and Doug were hitting all of the marks in this one. The moody tone of the art and story here are engaged and in an exquisite, flawless dance, culminating in one of my favorite issues of this run, Blue Moon All the Way. So Blue Moon, for those of you that don't know, is beyond 10 out of 10. It's it's out of the park. So well done, James. Um <laughs> Actually, it's probably a good time, Dave, to ask. I know you've read it, issue fourteen. I don't know if you've got it in the mind. It's the the first appearance of Stained Glass Scarlet. Um, did yes. You, did you like it? Did you like that issue? Oh yeah, it's mm. classic. Yeah. What are you talking about, right? it's kind of interesting because like a lot of people uh, dry up like Catwoman comparisons or whatever. But I think it's a totally different oh really? Thing like she's oh, like no way. <laughs> Really? Oh, I don't see that at all. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a really cool dynamic that I wish, I wish saying Glass Scarlet was brought back in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to read my uh, companions' uh, (laughs) feedback. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, 
uh, a certain friend of mine says, I think the main reason we haven't seen her lately is Mooney's whole, no, you can't just kill people stick and constantly being on her case back then really doesn't mesh well with how he's written these days and the amount of goons he's killed or mutilated since last seeing her. That is a that's, very, uh, from a very, yeah. my good friend Bushman. That's a very good point though. Like, you, you know, it, that, that is a bit of a sticking point when like Moon Knight, uh, what do you call it? You can't call it. He's calling the kettle black, you know, in that sense. Yes. Uh, in this day and yeah. age, like, uh... you know, I can, you have to rework it a little bit, but I can see seeing that glass Scarlet, Scarlet coming back in some capacity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think she's, but, uh, yeah. He, he raises a good point though, uh, because you're right. Even back then with the, especially with the manch and him being edited by Benny O'Neill and stuff, there was a lot of well, I I should leave this guy to drown, but I'm not gonna yeah. yoink exactly. Or yeah. Whereas yeah. these now days, it's, <laughs> now it's <laughs> it, it, well, it, yeah, it, and Ben Ben uh, Ben is like kind of I'm not sure like you just kind of observe the no killing rules of default, mm, uh, but yeah. Ellis. He basically said, "Oh yeah, that doesn't. This doesn't matter. I'm going to put some authority on this." Yeah, um, absolutely. It definitely did feel kind of authority-like with how, like, it's not his aim to kill people, but he also doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. I'm just thinking of issue two of that run where he just drops a whole glider on that guy at the rooftop. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, you can't. You can't give less of a shit than that <laughs> so mm-hmm, for sure uh, for sure yeah no he's um yeah again no, ellis ron is is really brilliant really love it um uh dave there's one more here for you if you want to take it it's from justin Do oh yes yeah. uh yeah um a masterpiece of an issue and one of my personal favorites this is also one of the few comics that has managed to bring it to my eye the scene where scarlet is trying to reason with her son is truly gut-wrenching stuff and so powerfully written and Bill's art, it perfectly sets the mood. One of the best Moon Knight's classics. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And a big shout-out. Thanks again, Justin A. Petruni as well. Uh, totally mm-hmm. a- agree. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the, the review. This issue, That issue, issue 14, um, for me, in- kind of encapsulates the world that Mensch was creating holistically throughout that whole run. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because... That issue, issue 14, is uh, bookended by some really weird issues. There was one, the issue 13 with Daredevil, like a really fun comic book romp, and the other one, yeah. issue 15, with like the, the guy with some rats, which is really weird. Yeah, I was going to say the rat yeah. assassin. The rat so assassin. Was- <laughs> Very strange. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I want to see that fucker maker come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, but issue 14 was perfect in, in that it, it just it, it just encapsulated everything Mensch, to me, what Mensch is doing for Moon Knight and creating the tone. So uh, absolutely, Justin, thank you. Thank you for that. Um well, with having said that, Dave, I think that comes towards the end of our show. A big thank you for for joining. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on, Dave. Anytime you want to come on, let us know. I'm going to hit up Bobby as well. Um, get him to come on to tell you know to tell some sneaky secrets about you. <laughs> no, you know, the, well, that's what, nah, nah. Um, no, it's really a really good um, thing. But before you go, uh, for our spectacle, a, a big shout out to your Moon Knight call. Where can people find you or contact you? Uh- uh, Facebook.com slash Moon Knight Core. Mm-hmm. Get the little dash. Excellent. Um, and for Looney's 
be sure to remember Dave is the Moon Men, so you can direct it to <laughs> Moon Men or Bush Men. Um, that's Bobby. But, uh, yeah, Dave's there. He is uh, constantly churning out awesome stuff with Moon Knight, uh, <laughs> really getting the interest yep. there for a lot of Moon Knight fans. And so uh, I think... Um, just, you know, like what, what we're doing as well, it's just so great that, um, you're raising, like, you know, you guys are, you guys are, um, are raising the status of Moon Knight, which is fantastic. Um, so, um, that's brilliant. Uh, so catch Dave there. Uh, details in the show notes as always. Um, so drop him a line. A big thank you, Dave. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime, anytime. Uh, next, next phase, loonies, we're going to go into a waxing gibbous, which is an over the moon arc review. And I should have another loony with me, Joey Mega Man. Agliata. Uh, really fun. Always fun to talk with. Um, an arc to be determined. I don't know. Dave, is there anything, is there any arc that you reckon would be good to, to cover? Um, just really Ooh. putting you on the spot here. Um, Oh, I would uh, – have, have you guys discussed the uh, Moon Knight annual where he fights Kang yet? Oh, yeah, we have. We have. We have. Um, okay. Yeah, we could we could do that again. I, I could – I haven't done that with Joey yet, so we could always do that again with Joey. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just off the top of my head, but uh, there's a few other ones that, that have happened recently that are kind of cool because I've, yeah. I've – uh, uh, someone commented uh, on uh, one of our uh, posts recently that they kind of wanted, wanted a refresher – on everything that's happened to Moon Knight uh, before Avengers 33, because wow. you know, he hasn't had his own, he hasn't had his own comic in a little bit, so yep. it's, that's kind of a fair thing to ask. That is, so yeah. I, uh, I've done a sort of a recap, but I like I might do more of one. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of, yeah, no, so absolutely. You, you guys, you guys could do something similar. Yeah, for sure. Oh, actually, that actually that might be a goer. Maybe we'll do that for the uh, the arc review. We'll do a bit of a recap, a bit of a refresher. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a good idea. Maybe do that. We'll uh, I'll put it to Joey. That's a lot to cover, but um, but we'll uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. yeah, but we'll we'll give it a good go. So check it out next week, loonies. Uh, as always, please check out our Patreon page. Um, so you two can be a patroonie. There's a lot of bonus incentives. Um, there are truncated videos like this one, which, um, which you can, you can be privy to. <laughs> unfortunately, um, I, I, um, yeah, I missed out the beginning of the video. Uh, but yeah, please check out patreon.com slash Arctic Moon Knight. And, uh, yeah, it'd be really great if you can. It will just allow us to, um, I'm really grateful now, um, the show pays for itself, which is fantastic, but we can do so much more. Um, so I've got many ideas, Dave. I like, I actually want to expand stuff into actually talking about and doing, um, bonus episodes on, on actually focusing on dissociative identity disorder, actually getting into the or, or Egyptian mythology, you, you know, just things mm-hmm. that are connected to Moon Knight, um, that mm-hmm. people might find interesting. So yeah, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, as mentioned at the top of the show, we are sponsored by Hello Headphones. Um, empowering gamers. Um, and if you use the code ITK Moon Knight, you get a 10% off, uh, discount of anything on their online store. So go check them out. And as mentioned as well, we are very proud to have sponsors Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore. And as mentioned, if you use the code Moon, you can get 
a big, huge 20% off your purchase um, of anything from their store. So go check them out. Uh, we're affiliate members with Entertainment Earth. So if you really want to um, check out the Moon Knight uh, action figure, Marvel Legends, uh, Funko Pops, or uh, many of his statues, go check out Entertainment Earth. Uh, please use our link in the show notes. Anything that you purchase will help our show as well. And finally, uh, we are part of the collective, a band of awesome, awesome podcasts. So go check them all out. I'm not going to list them here. Again, there's a link to show you with a directory of them. But uh, I Am Your Target Demographic, a YouTube channel, or the collected edition by Paul Matthew Carr, all about comics, um, and of course The Signal of Doom with my good friend Dave. Um, geek culture and comics, go check him out. And finally, you can find us on, uh, or drop us a line on email, itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, vo- uh, Get Vocal, ITK uh, website, Patreon, and uh, a pod chaser as well. And we're on Zoom now, Dave, because uh, we're using that, uh, which is fantastic, you know, if you do hit the record button in time as well. So, <laughs> uh, so please check us all out. So a, a big thanks again, Dave. Um, I'm hoping to, to um, see you around the traps. I'm hoping you to um, sure. see you for the watch party for, for episode three of Spider-Man oh, Maximum yeah. Venom. Uh, I don't care. Whenever it's going to be, um, you know, premiered, I will wake up at, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning to watch <laughs> nice. it with you guys. It'll be cool. Um, so we might get that happening, but, um, yeah. Any, any other last, any other last words before we close out? Oh, well, uh, I just like to say, uh, it was great to be back on the podcast and discuss lots of stuff with you. Awesome. Hope to be back again soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, with that loonies, as always, may Conchi watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.